So this idea of safety is talked about a lot in the mind-body medicine community. And I just want to today talk about what safety is and how to move your brain body into that zone. My name is Jennifer Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing, and I'm a Christian, and I talk about the mind-body connection and how it relates to chronic pain and chronic symptoms. I obviously have a story of my own, and I'm a chronic pain coach, and I just love to put as much information out there so that you guys can heal. But this word safety is used a lot, and so I want to ask the question, what is safety? And I think that's important because if we're trying to move our brain and our body and our thoughts and our emotion, our beliefs into this idea of safety, well, what, what is that? What is that thing that we're moving into? And I always kind of use the language of peace that passes understanding, which is obviously biblical language, um, which is homeostasis, the body being um, at rest and at peace. Um, But I want to talk and unpack that a little bit more because it's different for each of us. So before we go any further, if you, and you might need to do some, some, a little bit of checking in your own body here. If you have experienced God to be not safe or the Bible or Jesus, and there is something about his character that is not safe to you, then we have to pause right there. We have to ask the question, how do I, how do I move towards God being safe? And I think the first question that if this is you that we have to ask is, do you want to experience God as safe? Do you want to move in the direction of knowing that he is for you and he is good? And if your answer to that is yes, then As we are doing with all of this work, we have to look at the fact that you have a brain that is cyclically looking for data to reaffirm what it already believes, which is that God is not safe. So are you willing to, do you want to interrupt that with facts and evidence that show that God is good? And once you're willing to to do that, start paying attention in your life. Look for the way this that he look for the ways that he shows up as good. Look for the details. Look for data, if you will. But we but sometimes that takes work because the brain is on this wheel-like cyclical manner of reaffirming what it already believes to be true. So are you willing to do the work to kind of, I don't know, put a, a stick in that wheel and interrupt it and show it a different way? So that's the first step is coming to terms with the fact that God is good. And then once we're there, the question is, I think, to stop and find out for you, what is your brain looking for in order to feel safe? So that's going to be different for you than it is for me. So I think that it would be really helpful to even like pause this video now and take some time to... Um, journal as to what are you looking for for safety is is your are you looking for um, maybe life to go smoothly and they're taught to be not to be any chaos are you looking for the idea that you will never be rejected and you want to experience acceptance in your life Um, what what is it that your brain has perceived that it wants in order to feel safe 
Does it want to know, do you want to know that physically you are going to be okay? In order for you to feel safe, do you, um, do you have to heal and know that there's nothing structurally wrong with you? What is it that your brain is perceiving as dangerous and therefore what would safety be? What would that feel like for you? And that is that is the the tricky thing about chronic pain is that everybody's fear is so different. Everybody's um, trigger for what is causing your brain to feel in danger, what is causing your brain to produce the symptoms that you're experiencing is different. So I, I feel like a part of healing is just exploring yourself, exploring your, your fears and the things that your brain wants you to claim and know to be true about yourself. And so once you've discovered what that what that that safety definition is for you then we go back to this gospel we go back to this this god and what he says about himself what he says about you and what he says about other people and we take that that whatever that is um, that gospel and we dump it all over into the cracks into the crevices of what your brain is perceiving as either dangerous or what your brain wants to experience as safety. What does what does God say about you that um, that that changes that that changes that perception of safety? Maybe he shares and shows you that you don't have to have the acceptance of other people in order to be accepted. Maybe he shows you that his acceptance of you is powerful and that in and of itself can bring this calm this peace that passes understanding but if you are in chronic pain and you don't really care about being accepted by other people then that's not going to be the portion of the gospel that is good for you and important for you in this moment and that's why this work of defining what is it that's feeling dangerous and what is it that would bring about safety for you um, that that process is really important so that you can apply what he says you can dump that 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 truth into your life and start to live out of that so that's one of the first steps is understanding your perception and then when after we've done that work of of realizing what it is that we want to take on how it is we want to view our safety then we want to do and I'm going to show my cheesy side here we want to do this thing where we put on these goggles these this lens, we often talk about a lens of safety, somatic tracking, they talk about the lens of safety. So if you put on your lens, and for those of you listening on the podcast, I'm holding up a pair of goggles from my garage that I cleaned right before this and wrote safe across the front. Okay, you can't really see this. Let's see. Safe across the front. And then you want to start looking at life in that way. So there are many ways that we can do this. And again, for you, it's going to be different than for the next person. But I think one of the ways that we want to do this is start to to look at our physical sensations, your pain, your symptom, whatever they are, through this lens of safety. Now, I don't want to over-spiritualize this part, but, but when we are experiencing our sensations in a new light, which is somatic tracking, you are, instead of defining the pain in a way that is... Um, yucky and dangerous and scary and and so painful we want to start using more neutral and or safe terms to define it to define um, how it feels in your body and if you don't know what somatic tracking is you should google it I have a video on it that has a, a Christian bent to it and there are many other videos on somatic tracking a lot of people find this to be really powerful to change how the brain is perceiving safe symptoms as 
dangerous. So somatic tracking is one for me. A body scan was really helpful. Just looking through my body to to physically choose safety, a, a disposition in my muscle tone of safety. What does what does safety feel like in my muscles and, and relaxing all those? Again, not really a spiritual sense to this, really. Um, I think God is involved in everything, but this is just more of an activity that's a bottom-up approach of working with the body to, to um, bring about safety, the feeling of safety in our physiology. Um, so, and then the other thing is emotions. How can we explore emotions through safety? When we perceive emotions as dangerous, we will suppress, ignore, deny, move past our emotions that we experience on a daily basis. And I no longer do this. Does this mean that my emotions and your emotions should be on display for everybody at all times? No. What I think that this means is that when we experience emotions, we um, we find them, we identify them um, in our in our in our bodies. Emotions have the word motion in it. There is a change that happens physically in in your body. And where is that? And becoming quiet before the Lord and being known and allowing back the He also is part of us. He lives in us. He is with us and experiencing those emotions with Him. I have something that I I use called somatic redemption um, that I coined and made up, which is basically somatically tracking your emotions in your body while also um, um, experiencing God in in those spaces. And for me, generally, God um, will either show up in two, in two ways. One one is that He just sits with us and and knows us and is willing to be part of our emotions. And the second is that sometimes he will um, meet us with empowerment on how we can move past and beyond those emotions and they don't have to control us. Um, And I never know which one he's going to lead me to until I am willing to draw near to him with that emotion and be known and be um, uh, not to be avoiding those uh, emotions. We are not intended to ignore or avoid our emotions. They are meant to draw us near to God for truth. So, um, so so far we've talked about uh, through a lens of safety, looking at our physical sensations and also uh, in our emotions. So I want to talk briefly about just the science of what is happening when we are in danger mode. Um, versus safety mode. And I'm just going to talk about the brain, not really the autonomic nervous system, but our brains have what is called the limbic system, which is the emotional part of our brain. Um, And um, when those emotions, when we do not deal with our emotions, we avoid them, we um, don't want to experience discontentment, or we don't want to experience disappointment or, um, or anger or frustration or humiliation and we just push them into our brains and leave them there uh, they will run the show and so um, that is sometimes when chronic pain comes about is because we are just um, we're not looking for ways to um, experience and move past our emotions we are just shoving them back inside of us so um, in that case the emotional brain is ruling things and some of the somatic tracking and some of the other tools that we use help us to move out of the emotions being in control of our bodies and our autonomic nervous system and instead into that um, prefrontal cortex where we do our thinking, the executive functioning part of our brain. And so there are bottoms up 
bottom-up ways that we can help move that energy or that functioning out of that, that emotional part of our brain and into that outer cortex. And so one of my favorite parts of claiming safety is being present instead of worrying so much about the past or having anxiety about the future and instead being present. Again, this is a not spiritual way of, of moving that energy, but the five, four, three, two, one coping mechanism of or activity of just paying attention to the senses around your uh, around you. So um, paying attention to five things you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one maybe that you can taste. For me, I tended to just stay on that visual part. What are lines, shapes, colors that I see around me and that help to ground me and to move some of that energy out of the, the emotional anxiety part of, of my brain. So that's, those are some some bottom-up approaches to moving um, to moving into safety and I do think that those are really an important tool to um, to healing to safety um, let's see I'm gonna check my notes here I think that a big question that we want to ask ourselves is are you willing to interrupt the cycle of fear uh, we become addicted to to this idea of being in danger, of, of being always on the lookout for what is happening around us and being in protective mode. And are we willing to put on, I'm going to do it again, I'm going to take these darn glasses, these goggles, are we willing to start looking at life through this safety lens? Lens. Are we l- willing to start looking for the ways that the truth is we're actually okay, even though our brain body hasn't recognized it in a while? Sometimes our, bra- our brains and our bodies are going to tell us, no, we are not safe. And um, at times we need to separate ourselves a little bit and say, okay, brain, I know that you feel this way. I know that you think this way, but it is not true. And this is what I know to be true. And going back to what does God say about your perception of safety. What does he say about you? What does he say about me? What does he say about himself, about the people around us that I get to um, embody and know to be true and teach my nervous system is true? We can do this in many ways. Um, so one of them is by our own inner language. So, so uh, embodying safety um, through the way that we talk to ourselves and feel about ourselves. So I used to wake up every morning and dread for the day. And when I started to heal, I started saying, no, I'm going to look for the ways that I'm safe. And I'm going to look for the, the things that I'm going to look forward to and be thankful for today instead of the way, this, this dreadful way of starting my day. That's one way is the adjusting your inner language. Also, the way you talk about people to your day. Are you only ever repeating the negative things that come about If that's the case, then your brain is again picking up, collecting evidence to reaffirm that life is dangerous. And so does your outward language, the way that you talk and communicate with people, does it reflect safety and the movement you're moving, the movement that you are are taking towards safety? Um, This for me was a, a big change. My relationships changed from being negative focused to talking a lot about the things that were going well while not denying the hard emotions that I was experiencing in certain areas of my life. 
We also want our our movement to be one of assurance, and that means moving into moving into movement. So if you're avoiding using the body part that hurts, we want to use that assurance of who God says we are and that we are safe and the somatic tracking that is viewing the sensations as safe. We want to start to move in a way that is assured. We also want to hold our bodies in a way that is as assured. There is studies that have shown that the way you hold your body, the brain will will produce the uh, neurotransmitters and hormones that align with that. So if you have one of assurance, you will have that type of chemical released in your body. If you are um, holding a position of fear and timidity constantly, then your brain will produce the stress stress, um, hormones and neurotransmitters. So having your body reflect who God says that you are. And again, that goes back to that original um, knowing who God is, what he says. He's given you a spirit of love and power and sound mind and being aware of who he is and therefore who am I. And we also want to be um, visualizing the truth. And I just do like two to three second visualizations. I know that some people go way into this, but, but moving my future into safety. So planning to experience safety. Again, interrupting this cycle of the future always having um, danger. Maybe it is that the next time I experience potential rejection, instead I'm imagining that I remember that I am accepted by God. And so my posture in my visualization of this moment is one that reflects who God says I am. And so that can be some of the different ways that you can move your, your mind and your body, your brain, your future, your sensations, um, changing them and allowing them to become a reflection of safety, even though you may not feel that way in the moment. For those of you who have trauma in your past, um, yes, you can rewire and you can teach your brain that you are safe. Um, for me, I, I I would often, after I would make it through something that was uh, stressful or difficult, I would literally shake my body off and get rid and, and show myself I made it through that thing. And I'm, I, I know that many of you heard of this, but we can do that in, in um, uh, resemblance, if you will, of letting go of the past and saying, I'm no longer living in the trauma of my past. I am here now in this moment and I am safe. And uh, I know that there is a lot, I do not want to in any way simplify how we overcome trauma, Um, but I do want you to have hope that there is the ability and we can move past that um, into safety, into safety zone. So are you willing to interrupt and are you willing to claim safety? Are you willing to claim um, that you can go in a different direction and start collecting data and starting that momentum over here in the safety, the safety wheel and letting go of collecting the data for the ways that you are, um, you're not safe. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I hope that at this point you understand that there is there is a there is something your brain is looking for, looking for, for safety. And I really do hope that you pause, stop, and try to understand what it is that your brain wants to hear for safety. And then asking, do I and can I hear that truth from God, from scripture, from his love for me, and then claim it to be true in my body and in my words and in my mind and 
and in all the places of, of my life. Last but last, not least, it is absolutely okay to ask for help. I definitely had a counselor in my whole healing journey, and, and I am so thankful to her and to God for, um, for the role that she had in showing me um, that God was good and that he loved me and why. And, um, and how and what I could believe and know in order to find um, safety in my life. So um, if you're interested, you can check out my website. It is thoughtbythoughthealing.com. My email is thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook, which is also Thought by Thought Healing. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you later. Bye.